On Second Shot, we tackle two new headlines every week to find out what kind of wisdom the world is dishing out today. And we want you to be a part of that. When you see a headline you want to take a second shot at, or if you're looking for advice, or just want to tell us what you think of the show, email us at secondshotcast at gmail.com. If you like what you hear, rate us on iTunes. This helps us move up in the ratings so more people will see us. And if you want to hear more, subscribe to the show so that the new episodes will get straight to you every single Friday. We love you. Thanks for listening and enjoy. There's a lot of news in the world today. News that might surprise you, startle you, upset, or maybe impress. News that's not always for the faint of heart. That's why the man who failed his way to success, Heath Oaks, is stepping up. Tackling today's headlines with ignorance on fire in a way only a millennial mogul can. Take off your sport coat, grab a beer, and enjoy the conversation. This is Second Shot with your host, Heath Oaks. If I've never wanted my own jet which i have forever mm-hmm. i want it even more so now with these last month that where i've been flying non-stop and 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 i'm like being in airports oh, i'm looking at them non-stop non-stop so my beautiful wife jenny and chando's in with us again hey everybody and zach and matt how's it going hello hello Hey, I wanted to ask, uh, when you sit in an airplane now, does it kind of, is, are you in any way like frustrated because you've flown one? Is Do you have this weird feeling like this yeah, could be going question. faster? What's taking so long here? This guy doesn't know what he's doing. Like, I don't, I don't know. Is that you running that? Zero. <laughs> no, I, I, I have no frustration with the, like, I'm more amazed at how they're able to. Okay land them so smoothly and everything because yeah. mine was not nearly like no, no. <laughs> take um, it from it, his number one I'm, passenger <laughs> you weren't ever you rode one time yeah yeah exactly a lot of lonely rides yeah. there in the sky. yeah um, i more so get frustrated it's just the amount of time that you got to get to the airport early you get herded through like cattle mm-hmm. you wait around and you don't all i don't like control too much oh sure I'm, i like control yeah and you can't control that so um, but once you get on the plane, you're okay. It's not. With it. It's nothing to do with. Yeah, my frustration has zero to do with pilots and stuff. Mm. They are really good. It, they're more impressive to me than anything. Yeah, like a mutual respect and admiration. I can get behind that. Yeah, I mean, I don't know if they would have a mutual one. My my piloting <laughs> this skills. Fool. Yeah, my piloting <laughs> skills are nowhere close to theirs. Sure. Um, but I'm I have a respect for them and their abilities. Yeah. Mm. All right. Well, the more you know. Hey, yeah. something else I was going to say. I wanted to thank you real quick. Well, I'm just loving yeah. on Heath for a minute. Yeah, uh, a couple. Yeah, a while back, you talked about how you get up in the mornings and and you make your bed every morning. Uh huh. And I started doing that. And the other day, I've been doing it for a couple of weeks. And mm-hmm. I and 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 Christine asked me. She's like, Why do you do that? Why Why does it matter? You're you. you we never. It's not like we hang out in this room. Yeah. Company doesn't yeah. come over. It doesn't matter. Like. And, and I told her, I'm like, honestly, because he talked about it on this show once, and, and I, I didn't think much of it then, and the next morning I woke up and just thought offhandedly, I should do that. And I started doing it, and, and it was exactly what you said. It's, it's somehow, it's, it's checking something off it is. A, an invisible to-do list. Yes. It's accomplishing a task, first thing. And everything after that is just like, I'm already in, like, getting things done mode. Yeah. I feel like I've, I've yeah. done something, and I will continue to do things. Like, I don't know. It's picking up momentum in a weird way. It really is. That's yeah. a perfect way to explain it. It is picking up momentum. And not only that, like, do you not, is it not amazing to you that how if you just make your bed, you can have stuff everywhere in your room? Yep. But if your bed's made, the whole room kind of looks put together. <laughs> but <laughs> if everything is way. if everything is put together in the room, but the bed's not made, mm-hmm. it looks like a wreck. Yeah. And there's something about... Coming home then at the end of the day and walking in and, and everything being kind of put together like your life's put together almost. I don't know. I, and it's just I'm like glad more you tried it to, to yeah. Like, uh, yeah. Yeah. No, it's it's fantastic. Highly encouraged. Maybe next you'll start my new morning routine habit. What's that? 
a list of 10 things Oof. you're grateful for. Oh, wow. It's not for everybody and it's not permanent. I'm, but, s- I'm you know. still working on the, on the making it. <laughs> it's to- time consuming. I'm still working on the making a to-do list. Yeah. Every he's making, he's, he's taking the steps here. Yeah. Okay. I'm, I'm, so I, start with that. Don't 12 do, step program. Be, I know. be thankful for yeah. things down the road. I, 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 <laughs> be I'm thankful pr- for things next I'm year. I'm praying at the altar of the Oaks here. Like I'm working my way up the ladder. Um, but we should talk about our first headline. Oh. Um, yes. This is, <laughs> you guys are going to laugh at this. Bit, yeah. A uh, woman's obituary takes a dark turn. Um, an 80-year-old woman's seemingly straightforward obituary in the Redwood Gazette last week uh, took a dark turn nobody could have predicted. I, I don't know the best way to get all this across. Should I just read it right out? Yeah, just, yeah, I think so. It's yeah. not that long. Yeah, you, yeah, I think you got to. All right. Uh, Kathleen Demlo uh, was born on March 19th, 1938 to Joseph and Gertrude Schunk of Wabasso. She married Dennis Demlo at St. Anne's in Wabasso in 1957 and has two children, Gina and Jay. Very sweet. Huh. In 1962, she became pregnant by her husband's brother, Lyle Demlo, <laughs> and moved to California. She abandoned her children, Gina and Jay, who were then raised by her parents in Clemens, Mr. and Mrs. Joseph Schunk. She passed away on March on May 31st in Springfield and will now face judgment. She will not be missed by Gina and Jay, and they understand that this world is a better place without her. <laughs> like, read the little tweet below it, because this guy that tweeted the obituary. Yes, uh, it's Stu. Uh, paragraph one, okay. Paragraph two, okay. Paragraph three, wait. Paragraph four, oh. Paragraph five, airplane flies overhead with the banner reading, Welcome to hell, Mom. <laughs> <laughs> My God, <laughs> that that take that it, it went so fast. Yeah, it, it really went, does. Yeah, it's yeah. it's it's less like a roller coaster and more like one of those elevator amusement rides. Yeah. It just drops straight yes. down with, before with that without you knowing it. Um, whiplash is what this yeah. is. What, what do you think? Well, what, what's what's great is that I like what Jenny and I because we we had two little a couple we had two different kind of perspectives on it yeah and for people who are just you know maybe hearing this podcast for the first time basically we get a headline we, we don't talk about the news aspect of it we just kind of talk about what we would take from this you know in business or in life yeah. that sort of thing and so when i heard this headline it is funny to see how we both kind of take them in have and, a different yeah you go ahead with yours first i love it i, I just automatically thought about legacy but we, we talked about it recently a lot around legacy you know we, we yeah. talked about it in so I immediately went to, God bless when somebody's writing your, you know, you got to remember all the people you're leaving that, that you're around every day, they are in charge of writing your obituary. Sure. Like, like, remember that, that everybody you interact with, your family and everything, they're in charge of writing your obituary. Do you want this to be your obituary in or not? Right. I mean, right. you got to think about that. Like, will people be fishing for something nice? to say like what could we possibly say nice yeah, about that or, sure. you know or exactly what what are they going to say about yours you're you got to remember when you're gone it's up to everybody else they have the pen in their hand not you so their thoughts and their looks at what they think about you is what matters not your own yeah and how you're going to impact people absolutely so the thing that i took from this or what what it you know kind of made me think was how how are we going to tell the people in our lives right now how we feel about them? I'm thinking, thinking about this in a positive way, not in the way that if your mom <laughs> abandoned you, you know, whatever. Sure. I, you know, I yeah. let bygones be bygones with that lighting. kind of stuff. But, um, but isn't it sad that when somebody is really remarkable and really amazing, sometimes they pass and they have no idea how much the world loved them? And I think that that's really tragic sure. for people who are, um, if somebody does touch you, like and and it will seem it will catch people off guard when you do this. Yeah. If you say, you know what, Zach, I 
I love the way, you know, that you always introduce the show and you're always so prepared and, you know, that kind of stuff. You might be like, okay, Jenny, what's with the random compliments? Like, get off me. But, but it's, yeah, but um, you're how nice that. is it? Because, because I'm, because I've lost people, you know, because I've had loss in my life and I've yeah. had, um, you know, as, as we all have. And, and I've had times where even somebody um, ebbs and flows in and out of your life and you wish, gosh, would it be weird now for me to reach out after five years and tell them how they impacted me? Um, and I think, no, I think it's never too late to thank someone. But um, but really just thinking about loss and how we make the most of someone's life and really celebrate them. Now, we had, um, for my mom's 60th birthday party, and uh, we I, I kind of in secret got some of her friends together for dinner. And I don't think my mom's ever had a birthday party. I'm, I'm yeah. in fact, 100% certain she's never had a, you know, a, a birthday party. And so it was really simple. We just did like dinner at a Mexican restaurant and we went around the room and it just kind of came out um it was pretty organic in people the way that this, people, people just started to you know people ask oh how do you know Jeanette how do you know Jeanette and they started giving these stories and so one by one we all shared kind of a way that she had touched us and my mom it, she still talks about it she is no longer I mean this was years ago and she still talks about this day and she said I almost feel like in a good way that was kind of like uh, would that be what you guys would say at my funeral? And she's like, I love that I got to experience that and see the light from other people. And, you know, he, she said, I had no idea. I knew this person was my yeah, friend, but, but I didn't know I'd impacted them in that way. You're mm. really good at doing it on a regular basis on all the kind of um, on, on the regular things and, and, and which are impactful. And that's one of the awesome things about you. And I'm not very good at Thanks, the, the smaller like uh, type of things. I, I've always been. I feel like um, when it comes to something kind of bigger of letting people really know, like I, there was a, a, a teacher at our school um, going up that um, really sparked me in a big way that she didn't know it, I don't think, and that she wasn't even my teacher. Mm-hmm. She was like the most right. school-spirited. Miss Dansby was the most school-spirited person there was. She was the cheerleading coach, and um, so she wasn't even my teacher. But what she did, her and her husband would, I waited tables at a Mexican restaurant at 15, and they would always come in and, and, and sit in my section and talk to me. And then in the hallway, she'd always grab me. And um, one Friday night, she loved football, and she watched every game. One Friday night, um, I lost my temper, which, oh, I never do that. Shocker. <laughs> Whoa. Just kidding. Yeah, Wait, I think old Heath. I think that was more of a, yeah, yeah. thankfully, he, shade on the podcast. he yeah. grew yes. out of that. Yeah, sure, of course. I, I, I had, and, and I threw a temper tantrum on there and stuff, and at the, the next week I was walking down the hall, she said, Heath, come here. She goes, look, son, you're a leader. You lead a lot of people at the school. You lead that football team. When you lost your temper and you did all that, everything went downhill after that. You've got to be better than that. And I'll never forget that was the first time I think somebody really said, you're a leader uh-huh. to me. Like, And, like, she was the one that was, like, trying to start a debate team because she wanted me to be on there. Like, she was just such a positive, encouraging person to me. I don't know if she was to everybody um, or she just found something in me personally that it was. But that sparked something inside of me that now has, you know, gone to the path that I'm on, I believe. I honestly believe that. And... You know, and her and her husband always coming in and sitting yeah, in my section. They you. just such a everything about it. And I think you got to take that time that those little things when you see something in somebody, that how big of a difference that can make in somebody's life. And you know, I'll always and and I, I whenever I think when I got back to Dallas and I was thinking about writing the book, mm-hmm. um, I picked up the phone and called her. I, well, I, I looked up her info, found her on Facebook, messaged her, said I can have her number, and I called her and I told her that. Uh, because I'd never told her that, but I, I wanted to let her know I'm that. I'm so glad you told I her. I am too. And 
Um, you know, so Miss Dansby is somebody that I'll always be grateful for with that. And I think that, you know, that's a bigger thing where I, that's where I can kind of, but you're so good at doing it on a regular basis. And I think that that's what I loved about what you, what you talked about on the stories. I think we got to do more of that on a regular, you got to let people know all the time, all the little things. Yeah. Yeah, You know, we, we just, we were talking about airports at the beginning and I think that's one of the reasons why airports feel so cold because we don't even look each other in the eye and say hello anymore you know Mm. it's just kind of you're like crowded but alone even stuff like that you get good service at the if someone gives me good service at the airport i'm applauding them for that like wow thank you or great you know you know you asked if i wanted to buy water too sure yeah you know i mean you know just interacting and connecting with people and i think i do that because i know that's um i respond well to that not everybody does but uh, but i don't think anyone's going to turn down a, a legitimate compliment yeah well and I, I think it's more so it's letting people know things that they've done if you're sitting here on earth right now and you you haven't been able to tell that person that one little thing that maybe somebody sparked something maybe somebody said something to you that picked you up on a day that you were really down go let them know yeah. that that happened because what that does is help them remind them that what they do every day in their walk does matter and, and the little thing they said that they probably don't even remember changed you and that's going to make an impact in their life it's going to be paying it forward basically so um, I hope you go out there and, and try to make it, that statement with somebody and let them know that so that it, you don't get an obituary left, you know, like that. So mm-hmm. we'll be back in a minute for second segment of Second Shot. He's a suit and tie kind of guy with deep southern roots. Heath Oaks hosts more of Second Shot coming up on RNCN. To all my friends in the great state of Texas, if you have not taken advantage, I have a way to save you a ton of money. I have saved over about $3,000 in the last year, and I have no hassle. Go to energyogre.com, put in the promo code Second Shot. Now listen, promo code Second Shot, and you're going to get a free month just for signing up and saving a ton of money. So don't be crazy. Stop sitting around talking about is this the real deal and go do it right now. Energyogre.com, promo code second shot in a free month. Thanks. Go get it now. Run. Ready? Aim. Fire. Second shot is back for another round on RNCN. So we were talking off air a little bit about Will Ferrell. I don't know about you, but like one of my favorite movies of all time is Step Brothers. <laughs> Step Brothers is a movie. It's funny. Um, this is gonna this is gonna date me in a, in a way that might be offensive to other people on the podcast. <laughs> I was working at the movies when Step Brothers came out. Yeah, I was in high school. No, good. Zach and is I actually twelve years old. People didn't go. People people didn't go see that movie, and the people that did would like. There there were people who would come out and be like, "I want my money back. This is so stupid." Really? With Step and Brothers? I, no, no. <laughs> This comes around, I promise. And I saw it, and I thought the same thing. I was like, this is so dumb. And no lie, years later, like only a couple years ago, I went and bought the Blu-ray. Because for some reason, like, I didn't get it back then, but it meant something, and it means something <laughs> different now. And that is that that is something that can only be said about some of the greatest art culture has ever created. Somehow... That movie stands the test of time. Did we just and become best it. friends? Yup. Yup. Yeah. Like I, I don't Do know. You want to create ninja beds? Yup. It, it 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 scratches I this very immature itch in the back of my brain, and I I can't. My, I, I don't know if it's a good thing or bad thing. One of my good friends, always. Mills, and I, we always quote Step Brothers, like back and forth. My my buddy Mills looks like Will Ferrell. Oh yeah. Yeah, and 
I love that. I, I, I can almost probably say what I mean. I think it's hilarious. I love <laughs> well, Step, Step Brothers so 2. Is I'm coming like, out why is he saying these random sentences? Oh, it's yeah, so, like, uh, call me dragon. It's so <laughs> it's so childish. There's so much about it that is <laughs> it's great. It's epic. socially irredeemable. But you're right. I, I still laugh when I watch it. So, I, you I know, what, speak, wasn't there something you sent me the other day? There's something about that. Um, I can't remember what it was, but in, it's in Step Brothers. When you, you hear people talk about boats and hoes, boats and hoes, that was in Step Brothers. Oh my gosh, that's what that was from. Oh yeah, Step Brothers. They did a they did a music video yeah. about oh, it. They it were was prestige a, it was, worldwide. Uh, <laughs> it was a gun control meme. Yeah, something crazy. Anyway. I remember. But boats and hoes came from Step Brothers. Oh, yeah. There's so many things heads. that everybody talk about in daily life boat. now. Like now, everybody's like, oh, boats and hoes, whatever. They all come from Step Brothers. I know. That, I that, can that, assure you I've never said that sentence. That movie, <laughs> well, <laughs> it blazed a trail. It, it forged well, a path. It, it did. It yeah. did. Planted Boats a flag. <laughs> it really did. Prestige worldwide. The other headline we have for the show, speaking of flag planting, uh, IHOB, pancake, name, pan, pancake chain, man, I blew that. IHOB hits <laughs> at name change. Do not, okay, edit that. do not edit <laughs> Never, never, never. Come never. on, Matt. Do me a solid. No. If, nope. IHOB, if IHOP stands for International House of Pancakes, what could IHOP be? That's what people are trying to figure out after the pancake purveyor tweeted, tweeted on Monday. For 60 pancake in years, we've been IHOP. Now, we're flipping our name to IHOB. With the B. Lowercase. Uh, the tweet also teased a big reveal on June 11th that didn't specify what prompted the alleged name change. I didn't start the clock. I'm two for two, Matt. Oh, boy. Do you mind digging me out of this? I saw these points. Yeah. I saw this pointing going on. When this segment runs long, you have nobody but Zach Lewis to thank. (laughs) Perfect. You know what's interesting? Apple, Zach, and Tosh. Obviously, obviously, let's all be honest. The B means breakfast. That's what people are thinking. I think so. I think so. I, I've been getting some responses on Facebook. Somebody said um, beagles, bacon, biscuits. Bacon's popular. Bankruptcy. No, it's not bacon um, or anything. Bankruptcy. The, the reason they're going, that when the IHOP started, they were all pancakes, really. And right. then they've evolved into basically breakfast all day. Well, they even do lunch so it's and like, dinner. I guess that there's some people that don't know what IHOP is. They see International House of Pancakes. They think it's just pancakes, I guess. I Honestly, it's all a publicity. It's all it's all marketing. You're right. Even going down to making it a lowercase b yeah. instead of a capital B. And that's that's what I think is so so clever about this because people have looked at it and go, wow, look at IHOP being desperate. I'm like, no, no, no. IHOP yeah, is, is clever because IHOP is not a is not a word. It is an acronym for a bigger meaning. And everybody that's ever even passed an IHOP sign knows IHOP stands for International House of Pancakes. So when IHOP is trying to make waves, when they're trying to get in in the yes. age of social media and do something different, what do they do? They flip the acronym. Well, let me ask you this too. They got an extremely large amount of free advertising because of it. Oh, totally. Exactly. Your show, your show talked about IHOP this morning about this name change, and exactly. it's syndicated in six, seven markets. And they didn't pay a dime. Exactly, and they didn't pay a dime, and and we can legitimize it as a news story because of all the buzz they're creating. But it just it it does kind of give the bigger lesson if you are you know an entrepreneur or you're doing your own thing or you have your own company or something like that, and perhaps you don't have a big marketing budget or you don't have a PR person or you don't get creative you, you, you know getting creative like this can be done on a much smaller level um, even with your own personal brand in terms of releasing something a little bit you know, just a little bit uh, outside the mainstream can get a lot of attention 
And you know, yeah, you're right. I mean, we, we gave them free advertising galore. Oh yeah, all, well, and, all morning and, and long. You're, and you're not the sure. only one. And, and we're talking about it again exactly. right now as kind of the the hop off for for this topic. Oh hop, oh you hop sound off. like a little little, oh, little yeah. pun. Hop off, oh. yeah. Hop, hop off. <laughs> yeah, hop the, off. the free advertising is stunning. And like, I look at a company um, to just draw an immediate comparison, like Denny's, who who always does the big movie deals like with Disney did a Han Solo thing where they've got six meals yeah. on the menu nobody cares yep. no. this was a tweet yes. that arguably costs nothing yep. and like look at the waves it's made yeah yeah. from just looking at what you are and, well, and knowing what to do they obviously were flat they've obviously been flat and they probably haven't been growing in sales and they're like you know because people go how can you change such an iconic top you know well obviously it was flat I mean IHOP is not going the, the people who know it as IHOP are always going to call it IHOP, okay? And and the others are not. It's not this game-changing thing that is going to wreck their whole identity. What it's doing is it's getting them all relevant in the news again. It's free advertising nationwide. I mean, it, it it's huge. I mean, it, it, look at it on social media, how crazy it's gotten. It's smart. And the other um, smart element that, <laughs> it, that they included in that, too, again, just thinking of all of you, if you were trying to do this, you know, on your own level, is they – posted the graphic with it with what the new logo will be and they teased ahead to on monday we're going to learn what it stands for so not only are they going to get this media attention today but on monday it's going to start all over again yeah they hadn't so even said what the b stands for yet they're holding a few it. days in between so it's like they did this and then it's like a slow release and trickle and then things will die out over the weekend and then monday they hit it again and people can talk about it all week and it's going back to reminding in today's world and things that you're doing you, your marketing does not have to cost money today. That's the glorious part about it. Back, you know, even 10 years ago, okay, um, 15 years ago, it, unless you had, you know, $30,000 around, you weren't going to be able to advertise on local radio, local TV, or anything. So you couldn't, even, you couldn't even get into the game for less than that, right? Nowadays, if you're somebody that's trying to get something started or you're trying to make an awareness of something, if you can create you know, good stuff on a regular, consistent basis, then things can come out. It's um, uh, Oreos, right? Everybody uh, want to talk about Oreo. Remember, they come out with that deal that was saying about the uh, guess the flavor oh, yeah. of what this is, yeah. and they had those special Oreo things. That got, I mean, that was on Mikey yeah. Mike in the morning, and that was all free advertising. Right. right. That's all that was. They, they came up with a way to have their name set up everywhere. Right. I, I think people are quick to forget because of social media and how much is out there, the sea of content that is the internet. Like 20, 30 years ago, the only way you were getting your voice out was advertising budgets, working with local markets yep. or national markets. You had to have big ideas and big... Now you can take your phone out of your pocket and film something and have it instantly on the internet. As yep. I just did. It's that easy. With my phone and my Insta story yes, and video, did. you yes. guys. Yeah. 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 yeah, check out Jenny on Instagram yeah. at... Uh, Jenny and Chondo. Jenny and Chondo. Now, let me ask you this. It, it, people that want to get some PR and stuff, yeah. being somebody that, that you know been on the other side of the table... What are things that maybe they do want to be looking at trying to get some stuff out there um, on maybe local TV or any of those types of things? What are stuff they can do? You know, I, this is like my favorite topic. I love, oh. I love this topic because I do think it is really hard to get coverage, media coverage, whether it's your local, you know, even just neighborhood newspaper or a magazine or on TV. But you, ha I mean, so so say it's 
your restaurant. Let's kind of keep with the restaurant thing. Say you have a, a restaurant and you're kind of like, oh man, you know, we, we would like to get some coverage or something like that. You have to think about how you can do a gimmick like this, like a gimmick, you know, a gimmick can work too. Sure. Or um, you can think about how we can help people or teach people. Yep. Help them teach them, give something back aside from me, 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 me. Yep. This philosophy works in everything in life, but also yep. um, specifically with media coverage. So let's say, okay, so I, the show I work on is called Morning Dose. So say you're like, man, I, I like this show. I watch the show. And I also think for the record too, pitch the shows that you like and enjoy. It's just, it just makes more sense. Yes. Don't send a pitch to a show you've never watched before. Yes. It's just awkward when they're like you're like but i think it's their approach Um, that everybody misses yeah so so if you're saying hey you know what national pancake day is coming up next week and we you know yeah we have this this whole event happening so we're gonna give away free pancakes ihop does do that yeah but also we want to come on and teach you guys our secret recipe we're going to give away the secret recipe. That all of your viewers can make at home. Yeah, that they can make at home because you're not asking anybody to buy anything. That's really the key with getting that um, that coverage and also creating a loyal versus, fan. Versus sending an email saying, hey, we've got really great pancakes. Your people really need to know how good our pancakes yeah, are. We're coming you on air. Put us Those on are TV. two different pitches. Yeah. Yeah. It's like the how can I help or how can you help me? You know, that like I said, it works You've got in to all let of them life. know how it's going to help benefit them. Yeah, so so you email in, you say National Pancake Day is coming up, so that's like the peg, the relevancy, why we should have you on. And we want to share our secret recipe. We can come on, and um, Jenny and Layla could maybe cook with us, and we're going to bring in some aprons. And, you know, you want to think about how generous you can be with what you can share with the audience. And also think about, would I want to watch this? Like, if, if it's another company, would I want to just see these people make sandwiches, even though they're not going to tell me what's in their secret sauce? Well, and the other kicker, too, is that you got to remember the news stations and stuff, they're, they're in it for their for for their viewers like mm-hmm. they they've whatever they put on air has got to be for their viewers it's not about because you got a good pancake well everybody says they got good pancakes okay yeah. yeah but it's again finding something relevant to tie into why that need is and what it's going to do for um the uh, the viewers that are listening and, and that's in social media too that's in anything you're trying to get out there any kind of cause you're getting out there you 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 can't you don't want to just sense that these influencers saying hey will you post my uh will you post my uh thing coming up my deal coming up it's yeah, like that i is get so, up for that all the time all the time it's, it's like, like no there's nothing in that you're just saying oh i want to post this thing number one um it detracts from that person's brand too, yes if they're just always promoting stuff without getting some backstory yeah. and some really Does not work and w- one more last little thing. I know, I know because Zach started the clock late. We're behind on time. Oh, yes. But um, when you're doing that, so the same thing works. Say you you want to be get all this media coverage, but you don't get it. It doesn't matter. You can make your own media coverage yes. because you can make an Instagram account and you can post your own stories. Again, same example with the pancake restaurant. Don't be afraid because you want people to buy pancakes from you to give people recipes, ideas, things like that. It's not going to keep... Come on now. It's not going to keep them from going to your restaurant. They're just going to become more connected to you as a brand and as a person. So the more that you share, I mean, it's like I'm sharing these media secrets right now. Yeah. You know, that some people might be like, oh, why would you tell them how to send a pitch? Well, because I want everybody to do good, well, you too. You want the best. Yes. Yes. And I want the best content. And a lot of to get people aren't sending them because they don't know how and they don't, they think they got to be something special to get on there. Mm. You know, like a lot of people aren't sending them because they're not on how. And that's a good way for a lot of these people to understand there's probably a lot better out there. Yeah. Yeah. Hit us up. Be and polished. The thing that I, that <laughs> I would say is that um, you really got to understand it's not a one-hit wonder thing. You've got to consistently do these things. And and I also would say 
if whatever you're wanting to do, if you look at your arena, whatever everybody in your arena is doing, do the exact opposite. I mean, mm-hmm. that's the right. only way you're going to get like, like Denny's isn't changing their name, right? IHOP just went to IHOB, okay? <laughs> it made a big difference. They're mm-hmm. doing what nobody else is doing. Like nobody, everybody, every marketing uh, quote unquote genius would say, an IHOP better never, it's too much of a brand name. You're mm-hmm. crazy. Don't change it, right? And I guarantee you this because this could potentially be a resurgence that that I hop is no longer getting with the generation who knows I hop. So they're going to I hop and, you know, there's just so yeah, there, there's something they did with it. So look at what is going on in the arena that you're in and do the exact opposite and see what the heck happens. OK, it's going to work better than what it was before. So we got a, we got some uh, a good good question really coming good up question. on uh, yeah. the third segment here on second shot. Now that's what I call ignorance on fire. More of Second Shot with Keith Oaks still to come. You guys have been listening to Second Shot and hearing us talk about it. You need to go pick up my book, Ignorance on Fire, A Journey of Felling Your Way to Success. You can get it on Amazon in a paper book. You can also hear this beautiful voice of mine in audiobook style on Audible or anywhere you're going to get your audiobooks. Guys, this book took a lot of time to put into it, and I believe it can really be some life-changing stuff to help you on your path to success. And hopefully you're going to fail your way to success just like I did. Ignorance on Fire, A Journey of Felling Your Way to Success. Amazon.com, Audible.com, audiobooks, paper books, everything. Get it, share it with your people and i appreciate it thank you guys go pick it up today kick off your boots or suit up the choice is yours welcome back to second shot on rncm so waffles pancakes french toast What's Ooh, your choice? Mm. Well, if you're peppering the French toast, then we got to. Well, you got Don't you got to throw French toast in? You have no issues have to throw with this at all. Right. Pancakes all the way? Easily. Pancakes. Like by a long shot. French toast almost falls into that margin of like pancake. I don't want to say products, but like offshoots. It's kind of like a Dutch baby. You ever had one of those? <laughs> no. It's like a German. No? Okay. No, well, that's, no, that's like a, it's like a real fluffy thing with lemon and powdered sugar. Sounds Matt, you know amazing. what I'm talking about, right? Sure. Yeah, okay. absolutely. What are you, Matt? You uh, waffles all the way. Uh, yeah. waffles. You've yeah, got absolutely. Inter- you've got an interesting angle. We'll talk about this in the, on, on another show once. You're not a pancake guy. Uh, no, I feel like pancakes always end up being a mistake at some point. Why? I, I mean, I think only pan- you get a sack of pancakes. You, you are offending Jenny over here. <laughs> yeah. I'm really upset. Just goes everywhere. It's fine. No, More it's pancakes al- for me. It's always you get a, you get the stack of pancakes and you think, man, this is gonna be delicious, and then you get halfway through and be like, I'm never gonna eat another pancake in my entire life. <laughs> no, you just need that's to put more butter and more syrup on it. Yeah. Well, I mean, I guess that's one option. That but is, you know what? The the waffle it it, it holds, holds the it syrup. holds the syrup. It's geometric. It's perfect. It's crispy. It's I've delicious. I've heard that argument so many. I just. I think my thing with the, the pancakes, man, they lay out flat. They're they're fluffy. They're light. Waffles, they can get too crispy, too rigid, yes. I love too rigid. Burn them, kinda like, it's like they, Captain Crunch in your mouth. Exactly. Like all like. <laughs> you can go too far. Yeah. I'm a French toast all the way. French toast all the way. But my French. Your French toast, toast is really good. She throws Thank a little you. cinnamon. I make, a, I make a. I make a super healthy French toast with light bread, egg beaters, almond milk, cinnamon, and stevia. I was cool. almond you want the recipe. a bad choice for, for uh, French toast. That probably goes really well. Do, so do it's any good. of you have a breakfast joint you're like loyal to? I know Jenny's probably not because she never eats anything. Fuel in, City Tacos. Outside. I'll feel city tacos. I, I've never had the breakfast tacos there. They're, but like the IHOP, the Denny's, okay. the Waffle House, or do y'all have any allegiances to any kind I'm, of those? I'm Waffle House 100% of the oh. way. Love Waffle. I don't care how 
dirty or nasty it is, that's part of the experience, <laughs> baby. I've never House. been. To I Waffle love House. Waffle House. I got a I got a local place my sister used to work at. It's a little cafe out in Keller that I'm a big fan of. But that's like it's one of those mom and pop joints. Yeah. Like it's not any kind of chain. And I like that. I like that local. I, I'm a hundred percent any hole in the wall yep. mom and dad own type thing yep. i mean i hop look if i'm running late there's something just it's just, or if it's just there and we're hungry and there's something there i'll eat an ihop or, or you know denny's or any sure. of that but i mean like if i'm my choice is going to be finding something that you can walk in and it looks like a grandma or grandpa and they're cooking yeah. stuff up remember when we had like your last supper at that diner before we went to miraval resort Last supper or la- last oh, breakfast. Yeah. So okay. I went to for our um, like little baby moon trip before yeah. I had Brighton. We went to Miraval Resort, which is this really high end. Um, I mean, health. Resort, it's all a health retreat. resort. It's nice. you know fitness classes, meditation, yoga. Um, really I, healthy. Food. All I thought about was fitness was, was fitness fitting a, bu- a burger in my <laughs> mouth. So we went to a diner and pigged out. I pigged out. This, I ate. Was Just, this the place with the biscuits and gravy that were vegan? Oh, yes. <laughs> that was that place? That was oh, wow. Take it Vegan back. biscuits and gravy? Oh, oh it was I remember horrible. talking about. There was a photo. I never tried it. <laughs> I had a beautiful He's time, Miraval Resort. Thank yeah. you. And I'll come back anytime. It's very conscious of you. Miraval was beautiful. Yeah. Um, yeah. I don't think it was worth the money. Um, but the food wasn't as bad as I, I was expecting, number no, one. the food's legit. I, and I was not eating vegan biscuits and gravy. But How could you not try it? Just a well, bite. Did you see it? I did. Did you see a picture of that? I mean, when are you going to come across that again in your life? I, I mean, I even saying it now without the picture, I can't even imagine what it looks like. It Oh, <laughs> that good, was good something was never... Oh, I wouldn't okay. give it to my dog. One quick shout out to a breakfast restaurant that I forgot, Cracker yeah. Barrel. Oh, Give me yeah. some Cracker Barrel. Cracker Barrel. I forgot about Cracker Barrel. I can do some Cracker Barrel. That's whole legit. Country to, tour. When I was a yeah. when I was a kid, I used to love Cracker Barrel because that little game with the little uh, sticks, oh the peg game, the yeah. peg game. Oh yeah, are you an Egnora Moose? Yeah, yeah. Of course. Yeah. yeah. Wow. <laughs> you can pick up a book on cassette on your way out, man. <laughs> my, sure. Yeah, my my family is up in Michigan. Made a lot of trips cross country when I was a kid. Ate a lot of Cracker Barrels, and I never regretted a single one. Great, great place. That's some good biscuits and gravy now. No, they are some good biscuits. I love some biscuits and gravy. Mm. Jenny doesn't understand why I like why we like biscuits and gravy, but I this love biscuits and gravy. Yeah. I can tear it up. It's <laughs> so good. You got a, such a good e- email. I you love did. this email. Wow. Uh, yeah. I thought this was a great email with a great question as well. So just so everybody knows, again, you know, and Jenny did a great job last time at explaining how to leave a review. Yeah. And so if you go into your podcast app or wherever it is and you scroll all the way down where it says um, write a review, it says uh, write a review, ratings and review, first. get into the yes. podcast app. And you, you click on that, and it's just tap, tap five stars. It says it right there. you got to scroll to the bottom, and you'll see it, and you click on it, and you can type up a quick review. You can do it from your phone and anywhere. So for all of you that I've been shaming, some of you have actually said, okay, I'm doing it, and y'all have done it lately. So thank you. I applaud you. Appreciate it. Um, and for the others, I'm still shaming you, and you still need to do it. Uh, now, it's super easy, and maybe we'll read your question on the air if you have a question. Yeah. And go to secondshotcast at gmail.com. Send us any question. Maybe you got a headline, and you want to say, hey, what's your take on this? And here's our take. Or, or maybe you just want to let us know anything about the show, or you just got a specific question. Whatever it is, if you send it to us, secondshotcast at gmail.com, we'll read it on air and talk about it. So this week's is, uh, we got it from Brenda Walker. And I'm, I'm going to para- paraphrase some of it, which is, um, hello, Heath and gang. Uh, thankfully, my wife, uh, on her Instagram, she saw about the book and podcast. She's not a big book reader. 
Um, and she's got a 13 month old. We kind of know what that's like. Yeah. Ooh. So we're, she and I are in the same phase yep. right now. Oh, yeah. wow. And so she said she saw the book and, and thought it'd be something she would read. And so she did. And she was a few chapters in and, um, she had some news of, they were doing layoffs at where, uh, she worked at and, you know, life changed for her pretty quickly. Um, so she cleaned out her office and started listening to the podcast and, and she goes, you know, I just felt like this was supposed to happen. Now that I have time to listen to them, wow, I enjoy them. I recently left a review. Thanks, Jenny, for mentioning how, because my wife, she kept telling me, you got to teach people how to do it. And I'm like, oh, that's it's no true. big deal. And then no. she, I know you're right. You're always right. I am. I, I am. know. I know. <laughs> Men, you know what I'm talking about. <laughs> um, but, you know, she said, you know, I, she felt like a roller coaster of her emotions here recently with all that happening. You know, anger, sad, happy, thankful, adventurous, mm-hmm. scared. And that's so true. Everybody go. I mean, it is when you go through life-changing type things that roller coaster of angry mad sad happy thankful everything is huge um and you know she made some promises to herself to make time for it and and the second promise was she'd work half days and network the other half of the day um to uh figure out what she wanted to do next said here's where i need your help how do how do you truly dig deep to find a career that you want i've done retail no work-life balance I've done financial firms, didn't see um, much opportunity after 9-11, and most recently in sales working from home. Maybe it's time to to have a change. I don't have a great severance pay, so I don't have much time Mm -hmm. to take off and think. Um, Thank you for your book. I'm already telling my family and friends about it. Thank you, Brenda. You're awesome for sharing, and you're awesome for leaving a review. You're extra awesome for that, just so you know. (laughs) But... This is a question a lot of people ask. Mm. Uh, A lot of people say, how do you find that love how do you find um that career how do you find whatever it is that you're in love with you said something earlier that's that's struck me that's kind of in regards to this you, you mentioned the the art of the one hit wonder right yep. and and i think what's this what, what's the word i'm looking for here uh what, what's disconcerting about that what's distracting about the one hit wonder is that people hear it and you think right they wrote one song and it was great. And it's like, no, they wrote hundreds, hundreds. before mm-hmm. they got there and they practiced for thousands of hours. Like, and just because they only really found success once doesn't mean it wasn't like a lifetime of work to get yeah. there. Yeah. And when it comes to finding a great gig, getting on that career path, like, I think there's so many little things we can do to start leaning towards it. Yeah. Even even if it's not like du- a direct thing, like you may not be putting a resume into the company you want to work for, but you might be watching a YouTube tutorial on how to learn a skill that would help you. I don't, I don't, I don't know. Yeah, right? you're correct. Like I, you're right on. You're spot on. Totally. Yeah. So I think a, a couple of different things with this come to mind immediately. So I mean, first of all, with passion, she does have that little bit of time off, so that she does have that chance to breathe and think about what am I doing with my time off? What do I do with my free time? As soon as I get off work, that's a job that I hate, or you know. What did I do with my time? Did I get excited about going to the gym? Did I get excited to go see my kids and their friends? Did I, you know, do I love shopping? Do I love, so, so it's like sometimes you just, you don't even know what do you like? Have you, have you focused it on that? And so perhaps, oh, wow, I do really like children. Maybe childcare could be really great for me or you know what? I've always loved shopping. So maybe I do want to get back into retail or whatever that is. So there's, there's that aspect of it. But the other thing is work is work. 
so I think sometimes we really, there's so much out there, especially on social media right now with like boss babe and hashtag love my job and hashtag best job ever and all this stuff, which is great. And you know that I love the positivity about it, but I think it can make other people feel like every minute of work has to be a thrill and it's not. Well, and it's like, you know, you, what, you know saying? what I think like, the best example in this is your dad. Your dad doesn't yeah. talk about how much he loves his job. Okay. He doesn't talk about that. He hates it. Your dad has love and passion and bikes and all of that. And he does that after work. But doesn't he doesn't he seems very happy he yeah he but he his job is a way for him to make amends meet to to ride bikes yes exactly so my dad got uh was in the navy got trained in plumbing has worked in the boiler room of a hospital for thirty five years and yeah yeah but I mean he actually I love the job because now he can fix everything yeah and, you know he's nice. a, you know hospital engineer and he's very good at it but yeah he, no he, what he loves is cycling so this job enables him to do that so sometimes you also have to think about you know look at the Gosh, in this potential opportunity, am I getting insurance? Are they paying me? There's, there's a lot of other well, things. You know, not every minute is going to be work. And I hope that wasn't too far away from what no. she was asking. And well, well, what, 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 where I think you got to go to on it is this, is that um, a couple lies people tell them tell themselves is, um, you know, those people, you know, they know, you know, everybody says you got to know somebody to, to, you know, it's all about who you know, right? Sure. And they go, well, I don't know anybody. Well, look, when Heath Oaks was 18, 19 years old, I didn't know anybody either. It's not like I got the connections I got now just because I I don't have the connections I have now because I was a lazy bum on my couch eating Fritos. Okay, that's reality. Right. I wasn't born into a royal family with connections. And so the lie of, well, those people can find the people and find the things because they got connections. You got to go make the connections. Mm-hmm. You got to go be somebody that people want to connect with. So what I loved about what Brenda said was that she was going to work half days and network the other half the day. You're so spot on. You got to keep doing yeah. that. You got to stay focused on that and be networking and talking with people mm-hmm. and how it is. The other thing is to find out what it is that you're going to love. You if if you don't have a clue, then try go and go and try anything. Don't you know? A lot of times when people get a call on, uh, they have the resume out they're looking for a job, and we call them. They go, "Is this hundred percent commission?" They're like, "We're like, yeah." They go, "Oh, I'm not interested." And hang up the phone. It's like you don't even know what you're saying no to. Yeah, you're you're unhappy. You're at the fifth job in seven years, and you hang up the phone that fast on ha- not having a clue if this is something you could love or not. I didn't grow up. I didn't know anything about insurance. I didn't grow up saying, oh, I can't wait to sell insurance. You know, that, that was going to be my right. passion. You don't think any, that's what anybody's I did, passion. I got now. in selling insurance, but led to uh, about two and a half years into it of finding the passion inside of that, which was the developing people thing. So sometimes it's, if you look at it and go, if you didn't, if, if you were, uh, if money was not an object, what would you do for free? Find that that's where you can start and say, okay, that industry, right? Let's just say it was right, kind non- of like what I was saying. What do you do in your free time yeah. when you get off off work? Absolutely. Or- if you say whatever that is, find an area in that, and maybe your start in that area isn't what you think is your dream job, but get your foot in the door in that arena, right? Like, like get your foot in the door in that arena somehow. Find the events where there will be people of position of power in those networking deals. You can Google them nowadays. There's no excuses. And yeah. you go to every single one of them. So say, what is it that I would do for free? Find those areas and then start immersing yourself in areas and network focuses of that. And going out and meeting those people and shaking hands and kissing babies, as we say, and start making those connections. Because just because you see somebody's got connections now didn't start off with those connections. you got to go make them. Does that make sense? Yeah, perfect sense. Absolutely. So... That was a great question, Brenda. And I hope we answered. And if we didn't, send, send us an email of, of yeah. what, another question you have, Brenda. I would love if to we hear how to she you. ends up. You know how she's yeah. doing. And I feel you. You're. I mean, 
you're in that we're in that same phase in life brenda so yes. i feel like we're li yeah. we're living this life together yes it's yes a lot. we appreciate you taking the time brenda and look forward to others sending emails as well where can they find you jenny at uh, my twitter handle changed at jenny and tv on twitter at jenny and on instagram and on facebook and if you go to my instagram stories i'll you'll see some of the behind the scenes podcast stuff too Apple, sorry, at uh, good lord, I'm He's falling asleep. apart this show. Yes, at Apple Zackintosh, <laughs> that's me running the clock. Happy to be here. At Heath Oaks on Twitter and Instagram at Ignorance on Fire. You can look up any of those. Thank y'all for listening in. Look oh, and forward leave a to review. Look, yes. look forward to your reviews. <laughs> I love you all. Be good. See you next time.